0: And we are very pleased to have with us the head coach of that team for 21 seasons. Baylor Baseball's head coach, Steve Smith, is with us. And, Steve, welcome. We're glad to have you on with us.
1: Thanks, John and Brooke. Nice to, nice to meet you. And, uh, you know, on behalf of the whole team, I just want to thank everybody for taking the opportunity to recognize these guys. It was a. Uh, it was a real special group of guys. Uh, obviously was a was an incredible year. It'll be really hard to duplicate uh, eighteen in a row in the league and you know 24 overall. It's just, you know, those kinds of things just don't happen very often. Now
2: from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
0: And welcome, John Morris Show, on this Wednesday afternoon. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuel Studios. That is uh, in the open, a portion of our most recent Sikkim podcast that is out today. It's available now wherever you download your podcasts. It is a uh, uh, reminiscing podcast to the uh, Baylor baseball team of 2012, the Big 12 champs. From 2012, the team that uh, led to uh, Feed the Beaver really propelled them to the conference championship. A 24-game winning streak overall, an 18-game winning streak in Big 12 conference play. One of the great teams in Baylor baseball history for sure. And we uh, did some reminiscing on the podcast, Brooke Bednarz and I, with Coach Steve Smith. You heard Coach Smith there in the open. Also with Hoot Jonigan, who was an assistant on that team, now an assistant with Baylor Softball. And with Josh Lutie. Josh Lutie was on with us on the podcast. And he'll be on with us here in the 3 p.m. hour, coming up in just a few minutes. So a lot of fun looking ahead to uh, the weekend when these guys will come back together, come back to Baylor for a uh, reunion, Aaron, of a great, great season 10 years ago.
3: We've talked about it, but... You know they were just so dominant; just ran away with the Big Twelve in baseball, which I can't remember happening another time.
0: That's true. Nothing you know, like this. Not,
3: not 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 like they did it that year. No.
0: Right. They were uh, they were eighteen and O in Big Twelve play. It,
3: that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah. is
0: to start Big Twelve play eighteen and O and capped it with that big three game series sweep of Texas A and M and all the emotion there. A and M leaving the Big Twelve after that season. So. Uh, it, it's going to be a fun weekend to have those guys back, and uh, and we'll visit with Josh Lutie coming up in just a moment. You might say you might say the best player on the team. I mean, he was the Big Twelve Player of the Year, and he was great. Uh, I think he was second in the league in hitting and led the league in RBIs and home runs. But I think Josh may be the first to say it was more of a team, you know, effort uh, that year. So you know, picking out one guy or singling out one guy. As the best player on that team, I don't think any of those guys would do that.
3: Yeah, you can have one great player and and not be very good. Right, you know, have right, a very right, right. bad record in baseball. Yeah, whether it's pitcher or a hitter, um, you've you have to have a lot of hitting and a lot of pitching to to do what they did.
0: And these guys, it was a a really good team. Everybody contributed. Everybody picked everybody else up. Max Muncy was on that team. He was the highest drafted player off that team. But then behind him, I guess Ludy would have been the next highest drafted player. Uh, and neither of them were real high. I think Max was uh, fifth round, Ludy maybe eighth round. So uh, it'll be fun. We'll visit with Josh Lutie coming up in just a bit. The catcher and the uh, Big 12 Player of the Year on that 2012 Baylor baseball team having a 10-year reunion coming up today. All right, Aaron. Uh, you ran baseball here last night. Baylor baseball got a win over Incarnate Word. You look at that game midweek and you think, "All right, there's uh, there's an easy W." But right. uh, it was anything but easy last night.
3: Yeah, Incarnate Word gets a grand slam in the sixth inning to go ahead seven to two, and you're thinking, "Oh boy." I, I, well, I don't want to speak for anyone else. Um, and you know, I you know I'm not a pessimist. Right. I used to be. Right. You know, you remember <laughs> right. back in the day, but I really am. I try to be optimistic, and I'm. But I was like, "Oh man!" After the weekend series, you know, the tough sweep by Texas, uh, which they got, you know, which they got be pretty good in all three games, and then Incarnate Word, who's, you know, they're not going to be in the NCAA tournament. You know, they go up seven to two, and you're thinking, "Man, another this could be another rough night and an extension of the weekend." But give give uh, give the Bears credit, they. Came all the way back and ended up winning that game 8-7, to seven, um, bottom of the eighth inning. And I wrote it down, and I, I had to look. Uh,
0: Jack Pineda had the – Pineda, that's yep, right. Yep. Had
3: had the uh, three-run base-clearing double to uh, give Baylor the lead that they held on to and ended up winning last night. Yeah. A uh, really, really nice win.
0: Three in the seven, three in the eighth, won it 8-7 to seven for the Bears. I did uh, softball last night. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin 8-1. to one. I was telling you, I, I uh, finished the game, got to the car, turned it on, radio was on the baseball game, and right as it came on, that cat hit the the grand slam in the sixth inning and made it seven to two, and I just went. I mean, I was in the car by myself, and I audibly I went, oh, <laughs> just like
3: that. And you know, it would have been really easy for the Baylor players to. To yeah. have the same thing go. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure, you know, it went through a couple of people's minds. It would have been really easy to be like, here we go again. But, obviously, that didn't happen. You know, they everybody that, you know, that went up to the plate battled and they end up scoring six runs in the last two innings. Or uh, in the seventh and the eighth, excuse me. And, and they got good pitching, you know, to end the game, obviously, to uh, hold them, you know, to no more runs the rest of the game. So, again... You know, a nice comeback win for the Bears, and we'll see if it can maybe uh, lead them into the Tech Series. And, you know, on a, obviously on a positive note, we'll see how the weekend series goes.
0: Yep, maybe a little momentum going into the weekend series. Against, That's the word I was looking momentum, for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, against Texas Tech, the number nine team in the nation. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1.00. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. Mentioned softball. They won last night 8-1 over Stephen F. Austin. Good win for Baylor softball. Uh, and they played really well. They got the key hits last night. They just couldn't get Sunday in a 2-0 loss to uh, Texas Tech. where they got the hits in in uh, timely situations. And uh, 8-1 was the final over SFA. They are at home this weekend for Iowa State, games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor and Iowa State at Gatterman Stadium. And Senior Day will be on Sunday. Baylor softball does Senior Day really, really well. So you'll want to be out there on Sunday at noon for the Senior Day series finale against Iowa State. Back to baseball, they have uh, uh, fireworks on Friday. So that'll be cool part of the game, uh, part of the series. Fireworks after the game on Friday and a gold out on Saturday and gold uh, Baylor caps as long as they last on Saturday to give away. So keep that in mind as you're making plans for the weekend if you want to come down and catch a little little of both, Baylor baseball and Baylor softball this weekend. So that is ahead, and we'll talk some baseball with Josh Lutie coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, take a break, check weather, and be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios brought to you by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight in pretty quiet conditions. Low temperatures fall to around 63 degrees. Tomorrow we start off with mostly cloudy skies, but skies become mostly sunny by the afternoon. 85 degrees the high and a mix of sun and clouds on Friday. A little breezy
3: in the afternoon with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes
0: in the weather.
2: Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
4: We are now joined by Chris Del Conte from University of Texas, the athletic director. And, Chris, I'm just glad you were able to hear some of the Baylor sports beat. Did you get any good
2: intel from being on hold there? Let me regurgitate. You got track meet this weekend. You got spring game this weekend. You got opening game (laughs) at TCU. You got baseball down here. I think I got you covered. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Gatesville Gun Show, April 30th and May
4: 1st. Buy, sell, or trade, Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles at 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. And we'll see you at the Gatesville Gun Show, Saturday, April 30th and Sunday, May 1st at the Gatesville Civic Center at 301 Veterans Memorial Loop.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball comes from 5 down to beat Incarnate Word 8-7. to seven. The Bears will host Texas Tech this weekend. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin 8-1. Bears host Iowa State this weekend. MCC has hired former Baylor assistant Bill Brock as the new women's basketball coach. Sophomore Blake Chapin is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback according to reports. Miami beat Atlanta 97-94 to win their series. Memphis beat Minnesota 111-109 and Phoenix beat New Orleans 112-97. In the NBA playoffs tonight the Bulls at the Bucks. Bucks lead that Series 3 1, and Denver at Golden State with the Warriors leading their series 3 1. Texas Rangers lost to the Astros 5 1. The Silver Boot Series continues tonight. Astros and Rangers at 7 05, and you can hear that game on
2: ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. To today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
0: Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. We are brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuel Studios. And uh, Aaron will do birthdays later in the hour, okay? That that is normally reserved for the last segment of the 3 o'clock hour. But uh, we're going to do one birthday early, just a a special birthday today, and it's going to be early in the hour. It is Truett Beard's sixth birthday today. Truett Beard is six years old today.
3: You mean this guy is six? Where well, Waco gets engaged. Yeah, that guy. That's, that's kind that's of the amazing. One. Yeah, that really is. That's now, kind of amazing. Now, when he recorded
0: that, he wasn't six. No, obviously. It would what, be. Was
3: he about two or, or three, uh, maybe?
0: I don't know. He might have been two or three. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he's changed a little bit in a lot of ways, uh, but that's true. It that's true. It Beard, uh, my grandson, oldest uh, grandson. And just now being picked up from school, so I think listening to us. But happy birthday, Truett. And uh, we'll have all of our birthdays coming up a little later. So we had the uh, – uh, what we did growing up with our kids was your birthday, you pick where we go out to dinner. You know, mm-hmm. we let them pick. Mm-hmm. And our kids, I think, look forward to that. The MJ's was always Red Lobster. Oh, <laughs> he wow. wanted Red Lobster. right? And, and they would get their choice. So for Truett, uh, Ty and Megan said, Hey, where do you want to go? What do you want for dinner? And his first answer was Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> How about that?
3: that at, at six years old, I think that I'm, I think that would have been my answer. Really? We, yeah. We, yeah. we c- had Sonic almost every Friday. That was our, <laughs> you know, one of our, eating, we would go out to dinner at a nice restaurant, you know, too, but, uh. On Fridays, we usually ordered Sonic because it was right across the street. They that. had a, you know, there was something that everybody really liked. And, you know, it was close and it was, re- it was relatively cheap. There
0: you so. go. Well, that was his first answer. I think it changed. I think it, it morphed into uh, Freddy's. So it may be Freddy's tonight. But another factor is he had a Little League game rained out on Monday. Remember how hard it rained on Monday? Oh, yeah. So he had that one postponed, and he's got a game tonight at 7. So we got to make that work with the birthday dinner and a few more presents to unwrap. All these presents for Truett Beard. All these presents, and there's more coming. So that'll be fun. So uh, that's an early in the hour happy birthday to Truett Beard. And we look forward to celebrating, look forward to uh, being at his game coming up tonight. All right, we are brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. You just heard uh, Truett there talking about Diamore. Uh, And today is the last day. I want to remind you again of their estate jewelry buying event. Remember, we were there live on Monday for the show, and that was the first day of the event, that it was uh, Monday, Tuesday, and today is the last day. What this is, is there are two folks that are there, uh, Jesslyn and Elizabeth are there from St. Louis, and uh, you can bring in your um, keepsakes, your mementos, your collectibles, I mean, it doesn't have to be jewelry. It can extend beyond jewelry. They will look at it. They will assess it. They will give you a price on that. And if you like the price, they'll give you cash on the table right there for uh, that piece of your property, and they'll buy it. If you don't like it, then you can say, okay, thanks, and you can walk out uh, and keep it. But uh, the things they are assessing Uh, that they will look at to purchase certainly fine jewelry, necklaces, bracelets, rings, earrings, designer jewelry, coins and currency. They'll take a look at those, uh, which actually I've got some stashed away. I I wish I'd had with me on Monday. Uh, Scrap gold and silver, they'll look at that. Fine art, diamonds, sterling silver, rarities like old photos, military memorabilia, and autographs, uh, watches, wristwatches and pocket watches. Uh, toys and advertising going way back pre-1960 toys and advertising and uh and even firearms they will assess those now we had the conversation uh, if somebody shows up you know with a with a rifle or they're gonna let them bring it into the store <laughs> to be assessed maybe they'll meet you at the front door with that but all those other items they will take a look at they will give you a uh, uh, they will give you a uh, price on it and then if you like it, They will pay you cash right there on the spot. The other bonus is you'll get a 20% bonus for your trade when it's taken as store credit. So keep that in mind right there at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Sell your mementos. Keep the memories of the estate jewelry trunk show and buying event that is going on and wrapping up today. So today is the last day. They'll be open till 6 p.m. this evening. I think this event ends at 5 p.m. today. It does. So it was 10 to 6, uh, regular store hours, Monday through Tuesday. Today, 10 to 5 uh, at Diamore. So check that out. Tell them we sent you by. Uh, get those things together. Go by and have them uh, assessed and uh, see if you want to sell them, and they'll give you money right there on the spot. Where is that? It is at Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive.
2: Where Waco gets engaged.
0: Recently on Game Time, Brian Dudley from the New York Post.
2: Jason Garrett's offense is a little outdated for today's NFL. It certainly was not what Joe Judge envisioned his offense being. It was an arranged marriage that Jason Garrett's well-respected with the Giants by ownership from his time here as a player. Joe Judge's first choice as an OC was, ironically enough, his successor as head coach, Brian Dayball. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals.
4: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Don't miss the Gatesville Gun Show, April 30th and May 1st. Buy, sell, or trade, Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles at 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. And we'll see you at the Gatesville Gun Show, Saturday, April 30th and Sunday, May
2: 1st at the Gatesville Civic Center at 301 Veterans Memorial Loop. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. An orthopedic surgeon makes understanding pain painless. It's the biggest frustration that patients have. This is Dr. Pamela Mehta talking about aches with unexpected origins. I see patients with pain in their knees, their hips, their back. Oftentimes, the pain is actually coming from their feet. Bet they aren't expecting to hear that. Those patients are super surprised. They can't believe that the pain in their knee isn't coming from actually inside the knee. But if you think about it, the feet are the base to your whole body. That's why she suggests personally fit arch supports. Emphasis on the personal fit. If you get something basing it just on your shoe size, it isn't going to fit you properly. And if it doesn't fit well, it probably won't work well. Go get our supports fitted to you. It's as easy as going into a Goodfeet store. You heard the doctor. Try Goodfeet for yourself with a free fitting and test walk. Learn more at goodfeet.com.
4: Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
4: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor baseball comes from 5 down to beat Incarnate Word 8-7. to seven. The Bears will host Texas Tech this weekend. Baylor softball beat Stephen F. Austin 8-1. to one. The Bears host Iowa State this weekend. MCC has hired former Baylor assistant Bill Brock as the new women's basketball coach. Sophomore Blake Shapen is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback, according to reports. Miami beat Atlanta 97-94 to win their series. Memphis beat Minnesota 111-109. And Phoenix beat New Orleans 112 to 97 in the NBA playoffs tonight. The Bulls at the Bucks. Bucks lead that series three to one. And Denver at Golden State with the Warriors leading their series three to one. Texas Rangers lost to the Astros five to one. The Silver Boot series continues tonight. Astros and Rangers at 7-0-5. and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas Sports Center
2: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Tyler leaning in. Right-hander gets the side from I'll look back the second. And the one-two pitch. Call strike three. Fastball at the knees. Vicocelo down looking. And he slams the bat into the ground in disgust as he makes the U-turn and heads back to the Arkansas dugout.
2: now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
0: One of the highlights, one of many going back to 2012 Baylor baseball. What a season it was. What a memorable season. And that team, uh, a large number of them are getting together this weekend for a 10-year reunion at Baylor Ballpark, uh, surrounding around the Baylor-Texas Tech baseball series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Welcome back. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and let's welcome in a key player on that team. In fact, he was the Big 12 Player of the Year. Baylor catcher Josh Lutie joins us now. And uh, Josh, I appreciate you being on with us. How you doing today?
1: Oh, pretty good, man. I appreciate you having me on. Just, uh, you bet. on our way down, actually, right now, driving through Oklahoma.
0: Oh, nice. Come on down. From, uh, you told me, O'Fallon, Missouri, right? That's where you live now? Yep. Home of Nathan Orff?
1: Yeah, I believe he's from uh, either O'Fallon or Winsfield, one of the two. I'm, I mean, I'm right there either way in between both of them.
0: Gotcha. Very good. That's cool, man. I'm glad you're coming down. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, how much are you looking forward to this weekend, being back here and back with your, you know, your former teammates, former coaches, and being back on the Baylor campus?
1: I'm pretty excited. Uh, you know, the more we've talked about it here this week and everything, uh, kind of the more excited I've gotten about it. Honestly, it's been a little while. Uh, been several years since I've been back there, definitely. And uh, you know, just being out in the baseball scene, it's been a year or two. So I'm pretty pumped for that.
0: Very cool. I think it's going to be a fun weekend. you got a good group that's going to be here. And I'm really glad Coach Smith is going to be here. You know, uh, he was the head coach here for 21 years and obviously uh, coached the team to the World Series in 2005. You guys just a hair short of the World Series. But I'm really glad glad, uh, Coach Smith and then Hoot and uh, Mitch Thompson will all be a part of the group this weekend.
1: Yeah, it'll be great to see all those guys again.
0: And we, uh, you were a part of a podcast, I said earlier, that we recorded yesterday. That is out now and available wherever folks uh, listen and download their podcast. So take a look at that. And you'll hear from Steve Smith and from Hoot Jonigan and from Josh Lutie. So that is out there as of right now. Josh, uh, when you think back, uh, number one, does it seem like it's been 10 years since that uh, great season of 2012?
1: No, it really doesn't. Uh kind of crazy how fast things go especially once you get done with the ball and everything but uh you know my wife and i were talking about it the other day and it's just kind of weird to think back and it's already been that long
0: that's funny <laughs> but a great time to have a reunion and have you guys back here this year um looking at the the before we get to 2012 the end of the 2011 season uh not a great finish to that year i'm sure you guys were really disappointed the way that year ended and how much did that drive you maybe in the off season and at the start of 2012?
1: Oh, it was a huge factor in that uh, I actually had to have knee surgery shortly after that last game. Uh, I'd been playing that whole year on <laughs> the Taron Groniscus. And uh, the rehab for me was probably the worst part. I actually ended up getting a uh, photo of the last run there scoring past me at the plate and uh, posted that next right above my bed. So every day that it was time to go up and go to rehab, I had something to look at.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's tough motivation. Uh, and coach Smith said he kept the uh, final line score up on the scoreboard and he had that up there when y'all went back to work in 2012. so pretty good motivation going into that season and and the year started i mean you guys uh were okay but you weren't great you were 11 and seven after a loss to UT Arlington a midweek game and and that was kind of the turning point though wasn't it what what happened after that loss
1: yeah we uh we came home that night and uh ended up having a meeting in the uh locker room there afterwards and uh you know coach smith had some some words for a lot of us and uh, myself included in that that uh we're pretty pointed but uh we seemed to respond to it pretty well and you know went on from there
0: gotcha so that was one of those you know whatever you call it come to jesus meetings whatever uh but it, it seemed like it really it seemed like it got everybody's attention is that right
1: yeah absolutely uh I remember him uh, actually that next Thursday practice coming up to me. We were doing base running drills on third and just walked up to me like he would and said, you know, you okay? You mad at me? And I just kind of laughed and said, no, nah, we're good. And yeah, Maybe a couple years ago I might have been pissed at you, but uh, you know, I'm old enough now to understand what needed to be said.
0: That's good. That's good. So that took effect there. And that was also the night, wasn't it, that uh, – who was it? Joey Haynes further is the story. Uh, spotted the beaver out in the parking lot among the cars. Um, so that was that timing was pretty fortuitous for you guys.
1: Yeah, the way it all turned out was it's pretty crazy looking mm. back at it. I mean, literally the day like there it was that practice right after or something that uh, they found the beaver, and before you know we'd won twenty four games in a row, and our we had guys dressing up in a full beaver outfit at the uh, games there.
0: Exactly, and Feed the Beaver was born, but the timing of it was pretty amazing. Uh, is, that, uh, is that the way I, you remember it? Uh, was it Joey? Was it somebody else? Or was it more than one guy You know that, that really spotted the beaver first?
1: I mean, there might have been a couple other guys out there with him. I remember uh, one of the first videos I saw was when Joey had recorded on his phone um, and <laughs> You know, I'm not sure who all was with him at that point when that happened, but, yeah, he was definitely one of them there.
0: (laughs) That's pretty good. And Joey kind of uh, adopted the beaver more than anybody else to the point you told us he would uh, leash him up and take him for walks.
1: Uh, There was a leash involved a few times at least. (laughs) I don't know how many times exactly, but uh, there was definitely at least one video of that.
0: That's fun. Oh, man, that's fun. So the feed the beaver, you know, that uh, uh, rallying cry uh, took off for you guys. And and to explain it a little bit more, you found the beaver that was there coming up out of the Brazos, and then who Max Muncy, I think hit a home run, and somebody said feed that beaver, and that's that's where it all started. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I think Muncy hit a home run in whatever game it was, and uh, it was Maholik that yelled something about feed that beaver, and nice. you know every from there on we went that he ate baseballs and tried to hit as many balls out there as we could.
0: That is fantastic um, for you guys from eleven and seven. You didn't lose again until uh, you'd won 24 straight games. That's an amazing streak. Now, you played a lot of baseball, uh, but to to put together a 24-game winning streak and 18 of those in Big 12 Conference play, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was pretty incredible, especially when you look back at some of the guys that were in that conference that year. Um, I mean, there was a lot of guys that ended up becoming big leaguers on several different teams, and several of them had multiple guys. So looking back, just to be able to do something like that at that point was pretty awesome.
0: Do you remember, Josh, some close calls during that streak? Some games where you guys maybe had to come from behind late or get a save late or something like that? I'm sure there were some close games in there.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, especially a lot of those commerce games. I mean, all the A&M games were a battle, obviously. Um, you know, the K-State Series was just a crazy series of a back-and-forth the whole time. Um, I think the Mizzou game on Sunday, we ended up hitting a couple home runs to come back and win that one. Um, and even the Friday night game there was pretty tight, too. But uh, there was a lot of them that were like that, that we just found ways to win every time.
0: Yeah. K-State Series, that's uh, that's pretty memorable for you guys, and especially for you, right? You You hit the cover off the ball that weekend.
1: Yeah, that was a, that was definitely a fun weekend. It was actually
0: my birthday that weekend, too, so oh, that made it even better. Nice, but but that was huge. One of the games was uh, fourteen to twelve, come from behind, win against K State. Huge weekend, part of that streak. And you mentioned the AM series. That that's one that a lot of people will remember and bring up. Uh, it was a split series. You played Friday night in College Station, had to come from behind to win that game on Friday night. Then came home to Baylor Ballpark. And, man, what a couple of days, uh, that Saturday and Sunday against Texas A&M. Those crowds were unbelievable that weekend.
1: Yeah, that was one of the coolest things that uh, definitely, you know, the, that crowd and the uh, Super Regional crowd were some of the best ones I'd definitely seen ever at my time at Baylor. And it was uh, pretty awesome to have those guys behind you like that.
3: Wow,
0: really cool. The, uh, the A&M game on Saturday, just a classic, a one nothing Baylor win, 10-inning victory. Uh, and then on Sunday, you come out for the sweep, trying to sweep Texas A&M. And add in to the uh, emotion, uh, it was A&M's last year in the Big 12 conference. They were leaving for the SEC after after that season. Uh, and, Josh, you had a memorable at-bat. Uh, was, that, was that your first at-bat on Sunday against A&M? Yeah, the 14-pitch uh, at-bat was. Right, right. So on Sunday. So walk us through that, 14-pitch at-bat.
1: Uh, I mean, I got up with, uh, Muncie had gotten the third, I think he had an RBI single that they had an error on and he ended up getting the third, um, with less than two outs. So I was, you know, the whole time just sitting there thinking, you got to get some to the outfield, get him in. Um, you know, sat 3-0, started swinging right away. And I honestly was looking for a lot of off-speed pitches to come next and for ten straight they didn't and finally just realized he wasn't going to throw it and caught up to a fastball.
0: And hit it out, two-run homer. Hit it out in a 14 pitch at bat. I can I can really remember that the crowd, the noise just was building and the crowd was responding on every pitch, weren't they?
1: Yeah, it definitely got louder, especially there the last couple pitches and the night before the last one. It was pretty darn loud. And as soon as I hit it, I mean that place erupted. It yeah, it was one of the coolest feelings. I uh, actually watched the video after we talked about it uh, yesterday on the podcast, and I'd really seen it in a long time. And.
0: It was a pretty cool moment. Nice. That's really great. That's a great memory and and really one of the highlight moments of that uh, winning streak and uh, helped you guys uh, get the sweep of Texas A&M. Josh Lutie is with us, a former Baylor catcher, Big 12 player of the year, member of the 2012 Baylor team, having a reunion this weekend. Uh, and then. Uh, but that was the end of the streak. I mean, you guys beat A&M. You went to UT San Antonio for a midweek game. Uh, what, what do you remember about that, about the, the uh, streak coming to an end?
1: Uh, I remember riding into that game, and like, the whole team was honestly just kind of exhausted, it seemed like, from that weekend series, you know, the emotional ride we'd had with that and everything. Uh, I remember myself just getting jammed by about 80-mile-an-hour pitches that should have never been happening, but it just kind of happened that way, and... uh you know, I think they jumped out to like a four-run lead or something like that against one of our freshmen, and uh, we never recovered from it.
0: Wow. Yep. But uh, still, 24-game winning streak, 18 straight in Big 12 conference play. What, uh, what are you looking forward to uh, the most this weekend with uh, the guys that are going to be back here?
1: I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody, honestly. I mean, that's a lot of the stuff, especially when you get 10 years down the road and uh, just kind of those relationships you had with those guys. That, you know, we got back on that uh, podcast or uh, – call with uh, Bryce Cherry the other day. Where there was about eight or nine of us on there. and I mean, it was like no time had passed at all. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody still the same type of person and everything. So I'm looking forward to definitely seeing those guys again. It's been a long time for a lot of them. And, uh, you know, just looking forward to being around Baylor baseball again. You know, it's still a part of me and uh, always will be.
0: Very cool. That's going to be great. When was the last time you were in Waco or uh, at the Baylor ballpark? It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh,
1: it's, yeah, it's got to be like 2015 maybe wow. when I had the First uh, alumni game thing, I think, with uh, Coach Rod there.
0: Right, right. Wow. So it's been a while.
1: Because I had uh, actually retired uh, after getting released again and then ended up coming back as a player coach uh, in Indy Ball. And that was actually my first A-Bs of the year was hopping in there. (laughs) that
0: year. (laughs) That's great. That is really cool. Well, safe travels. Come on down. We'll see you at the ballpark this weekend. And I appreciate you being on with us today and appreciate you uh, being on to record the podcast with us. And this is going to be a really fun weekend. Thanks very much for being on.
1: Yeah, thank you. Looking forward to
0: it. All right, sounds good. Josh Ludy with us. Uh, real key member of that Baylor team in 2012. The Big 12 Player of the Year. And, uh, you know, just a tremendous uh, uh, hitter and defensively behind the plate. Real, real key to Baylor's success. They finished 49-17. and uh, the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say, was that the team uh, won a regional at home after losing their first game. They lost the first game of the regional and came back and won that, and then hosted Arkansas in a super regional, won the first game of the super regional, uh, and then the second one, they were up 4-3, to three, and there was a botched double play that extended an inning, and Arkansas went on to win that game in 10 innings, so it was tied 1-1. And then in the series finale, and Josh mentioned it, the great crowds and the great atmosphere at Baylor Ballpark for that Super Regional, uh, it was through the roof uh, on the entire weekend and even on that Sunday, and, uh, and Arkansas won in Waco at Baylor Ballpark, and the season was over just like that. One win short of the College World Series, uh, but a great, great season, one of the best in Baylor history. And Aaron, one of the cool things, you know, Feed the Beaver was a big part of that uh, on the uh, championship rings that uh, Coach Smith and the uh, school gave to the players, the side of it has the beaver on there. The beaver oh, that is cool. on the championship <laughs> ring. <laughs> that is very Isn't cool. Isn't that great? I think that's perfect. So, uh, so that'll be fun. There'll be a lot of references to uh, Feed the Beaver this weekend and uh, uh, great memories there going back to the 2012 Baylor baseball team, the Big 12 champions from that year. Thanks to Josh, we appreciate him. Remember that uh, podcast is out there available if you want to find that and uh, take a listen. Hear more uh, reminiscing about the twenty twelve team. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management, employing a comprehensive yet focused approach to your financial situation. Kaleo Wealth Management provides customized investment strategies designed to help you pursue your needs and goals. And brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Great things, as always, going on at the Baylor Club. I was over there at the uh, at the stadium today, just a little walk uh, from our building to the, uh, across the river um, to the stadium, up to our booth to pick up some stuff, and, uh, and then back. But by the Baylor Club and folks coming out after lunch, I was thinking, oh man, what a great lunch you just had, I know. Uh, The club table is open and available now. Um, Let's see, tonight is the night for the Membership Appreciation Social Hour. That is 4.30 to 6.30 tonight, so check that out. Uh, And I'm sure uh, many of you listening who are members, you've been there before. But just a great uh, place to socialize, network, and just unwind, uh, 4.30 to 6.30. That is today at the Baylor Club. Then tomorrow is that Seafood Low Country Boil. That is 6.30 to 8.30 tomorrow night. Uh, For seafood lovers, Chef Lee is cooking up the best seafood in Waco. So check that out tomorrow night. The Club Eats to Go menu continues. That's where you can order. They'll fix it. You pull up. They put it in your car, and you go home and heat it up, and you got the great Baylor Club food at home. Uh, And then a reminder again about the uh, club table that is open for lunch Tuesday through Friday, 11.30 to 2.00. And this is the uh, varied menu, variety of soups, salads, carved items, and more on the club table Tuesdays through Fridays, 1130 to 2 at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. That is a sampling of a few of the things that are going on at the Baylor Club. You can get it all on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com you have questions about membership, making a reservation, reserving a space for a private event, or really any question you might have, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium.
1: Baylor Big 12 Softball. This weekend
2: on 101.3 FM.
0: Baylor Softball home this weekend, hosting Iowa State at Getterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon for Baylor Iowa State Big 12 Softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations 4721 Bosky Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84. And and at alliancebanktexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender.
2: Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone.
0: For this final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. We do appreciate you being with us today as we head into the final segment from the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. The final uh, from Whispering Pines. Baylor Men's Golf finishes seventh in the Big 12 Championship. Just got in a real hole with that second round and couldn't Really dig out of that. So, seventh place finish for Baylor Men's Golf in the uh, Big 12 championships that have uh, just concluded down in the Houston area at Whispering Pines. All right, uh, mention some birthdays today. Of course, uh, already mentioned uh, he got his own segment, uh, Truett Beards' birthday today, big six years old. My grandson Truett, happy birthday to him at uh, six years old today and look forward to celebrating with him. Uh, Others on this, uh, this is a big day. It's a big birthday day. Others celebrating their birthday today include Jay Jeffrey, former Baylor quarterback. Happy birthday to Jay. Really uh, love and appreciate Jay and happy birthday to him today. Uh, It's Kyle Atterbury's birthday today. Kyle, former Baylor football player as well. Uh, Happy birthday to Kyle Atterbury. Brooklyn Bailey's birthday is today. Former Baylor golfer. You know, the Bailey's here in Waco. Happy birthday to Brooklyn. Mm, It's Dave Barnett's birthday today. Dave uh, works at uh, his alma mater, the university of North Texas. Now does a great job. I mean, a great job there. Happy birthday to uh, Dave Barnett and, uh, Stephen Hatfield's birthday is today as well. So that's a good birthday group on this 27th day of April. Aaron, who could you add that would uh, really spice up this list uh, even more spicier than it already is?
3: Um, and You know, it's been a good couple of days for birthdays. There's yeah. not a lot today on the celebrity side. Um, but there is a couple. Uh, rock... Uh, Well, I guess I'm trying to think of how I would describe him. Let's just say okay. KISS member Ace Freely, because he's, okay. you know, he's uh, he's been a, he's their guitarist or yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. And, Not the uh, lead singer. Right. But, and, yeah. and he has had some solo success. Okay. So I would say, uh, it just says, I'll go with what they say on here. Rocker Ace Freely, There you go. Turns 71. He has his own band, the Freely Comets. Rocker. And I forgot what, what was uh, his big hit, In the City. Who is it? Who is it? Ace Freely. I don't know. Yeah. I'm maybe thinking of somebody. Yeah. Else. I'll, I'll, if so, I'll get, <laughs> they'll wear me out on the text line. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Happy birthday to Ace Freely. He turns 71 and a blast from the past. Singer Sheena Easton mm. is 63. And I think that's it. There's just not a lot today. Let's see. No, 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 no. Nope, that's it.
0: All right. Very good. All right, good list, great list. Happy birthday. What? Were you gonna add
3: one? No, no. I, so you had the long list, including yeah. Truett. So, yeah. you know, mine was brief today. That's I've had good. long lists all the rest of the week.
0: <laughs> all right, very good. Happy birthday to uh everyone that we mentioned. If we missed you, I do apologize. And happy birthday, Truett Beard, six years old today. All right, um what's uh coming up this week? Uh Baylor Baseball. We mentioned home for the big series against Texas Tech Friday at six thirty. Uh, fireworks after the game on Friday Saturday at three that'll big be the big uh, 2012 team reunion on Saturday a gold out at uh, Baylor ballpark on Saturday so uh, come appropriately attired in gold and gold caps for the first uh, I don't know how many but while they last uh, gold caps will be given out free on Saturday at Baylor ballpark And then on Sunday, the series finale at 1 p.m. for the Bears and the Red Raiders, Texas Tech number nine in the nation. Looking at the uh, rankings, the poll, Aaron, um, uh, Oklahoma State is number eight this week. Texas Tech is number nine and Texas number 10. Wow. So three of the top 10, the only league in the nation that can say that. Three of the top 10 in the nation and it's eight, nine, and 10. TCU is in there at number 20 as well, so Big 12, very, very salty, as it always is in uh, college baseball. Um, So that's baseball at Baylor Ballpark. Bears and Red Raiders all weekend. And uh, uh, at Getterman Stadium, Baylor Softball, hosting Iowa State, a three-game series Friday at 6.30. Saturday at 2, and Sunday, senior recognition on Sunday for the noon game against Iowa State. Baylor and Iowa State, Big 12 Softball all weekend at Getterman Stadium. So that is ahead for the weekend. We're, uh, we're a week away from Baylor men's and, and women's tennis uh, opening play in the NCAAs. Hopefully uh, hosting for both. So we look forward to that. But that is, uh, again, not this weekend. That is a week away. And uh, we'll see if uh, men's and women's golf advance on into the NCAAs. Um, uh, yeah, that announcement will come, I guess. Won't come and guess until Monday. Yeah, that's probably right. The announcement uh, coming on Monday about that. Don't want to get out of here without mentioning the uh, big news from MCC. That is the hiring of Bill Brock as their new women's basketball head coach. Ricky Rhodes has been there 26 years and done amazing things with that program. But Ricky has stepped aside and MCC, uh, one report I, I read said they had 70 applicants. Wow. Uh, for the job so a you can tell a really uh, much desired position there at MCC and uh, they just stay in town and hire Bill Brock and I just think that's terrific. I right. think that's a it, great great hire
3: It's a I I think it's a home run yeah I agree I, absolutely a great hire by the ad uh, Sean Trocum and uh, you mentioned Coach Rhodes He's been there so long that I remember I actually interviewed him uh, quite a few times when I was writing for the MCC newspaper. Wow. Is that right? He got hired. And then obviously, you know, as, as he was coaching in his first two years, I believe was when I was there, I was the sports editor and then the editor in chief. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's going back. That that goes back a ways. (laughs) I didn't realize it had been that long, but then I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I used to interview him, you know, (laughs) for the, uh, For for the uh, newspaper and the uh, ad at the time was Wendell Hudson.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. uh, Who
3: who was uh, just a fantastic ad, a fantastic person. Yeah. And uh, if you don't know about uh, Wendell Hudson's history, uh, Google it and read up on it because it's pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, he's a pretty amazing guy.
0: You know, when we played, Baylor basketball, played Alabama in the Big 12 SEC Challenge this year. We played over there in Mm -hmm. Tuscaloosa. And in the rafters in Coleman Coliseum is Wendell's jersey, number 20 jersey, retired as the uh, first uh, black either basketball player or black student athlete at Alabama. And think about that, you know, in the south at at Alabama and, uh, you know, the path that he helped blaze there. Uh, it's a tremendous story with Coach Hudson.
3: Absolutely, and that was uh, you know, that <laughs> that was the one story that I didn't do that I kind of wish, yeah. you know. I mean, I th- I I know I mentioned it, but I never did like a feature story on that, yeah. just with a full interview with with him. But and uh, so I kind of miss an opportunity, you know. But yeah. as a, you know, you're a student journalist, you're, you're right. that's gonna happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he. he He's just—it's—it's uh, it's a great story. It really is.
0: So, uh, Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I again, I think that's a great hire. Coach Brock will be on game time tomorrow morning with uh, Tom and Ward and Garrett. So, tune into that. Hear from him. 18 years as uh, the assistant coach to Kim Mulkey here at Baylor, and uh, then uh, when Coach Mulkey left to go to LSU, Coach Brock said, "I'm not moving. You know, I'm staying here." But I think he's got a lot of really good coaching left in him, and uh, that will be to the uh, benefit of MCC and the women's program there.
3: Yeah, and when he, when Coach Mulkey hired him, she hired him from the JUCO ranks, where he was the head coach of uh, Grayson. Grayson, yeah. yes, yeah, and a very successful. I believe they just came off a uh, a very deep run in the uh, in the uh, uh, junior college playoffs
0: right that year, right. So. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grayson. They named the court after him.
3: Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. That's and he's in incredible. their
0: Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, uh-huh. he'll be the visiting coach.
3: Playing on his own court. Yes. That's
0: on a court so, with his name on it at Grayson. That
3: is so That's How about that? Isn't it? <laughs> that's so great. I was going to say, yeah, so now he'll be playing, you know, the, the, the school that he used to coach at you know right. in conference
0: yeah yeah in conference so he'll see them regularly so pretty cool uh you know the way that has come around uh for coach bill brock i'm glad he's getting a chance to coach again and i'm glad he's still in waco as well congratulations to coach bill brock all right uh we got to move out of here matt mosley is coming up next four to six keep it here for that Remember game time tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Coach Brock will be a guest with Tom Ward and Garrett tomorrow morning. Aaron, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And thanks to Josh Lutie, who was on with us. you missed any or all of that, it's available as a podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com and uh, on social media at 1660ESPN. Thanks to Josh for being on with us. Aaron, thank you. And stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. You're on ESPN Central Texas.
4: I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show.